Hello everybody, welcome to Sound of Play. Every Wednesday in Sound of Play we bring you some of our and your favourite pieces from the many video game soundtracks we've enjoyed over the decades. My name's Leon Cox and after a phenomenal run of incredible guests and contributions from the team as well, this is our first all-community request special for quite some time. Regular listeners will know we've had uh, the likes of Grant Kirkhope, and Austin Wintery, and David and Larry from OC Remix, and Anita Desai, as well as some appearances from uh, Carl from the team, and uh, who else do we have? Brian, quite recently. If you haven't checked out those shows, go back and do so. 
especially recommend the ones where we've had the composers on. They always get to bring some exclusive music, not always exclusive, but in this case, uh, early previews of tracks that are just out and about on new games and soundtracks. And uh, yeah, well worth listening to. But here we are, Sound of Play 217, and we opened with an amazing track from a just such a stonking soundtrack from the Super Nintendo era, Super Famicom, Super Castlevania, Super Castlevania 4, actually a really a remake of the first game. I haven't really appreciated this. I've been looking into it a bit. It's a game that's out and about and popular. I think Mikhail's just bought a copy for himself to play on his actual hardware to play on on the Kane and Rinse stream which he started doing on Friday nights follow us on Twitch and YouTube and I got I mean I've I've got this game on Wii on Wii U virtual console as well had it at the time on my PAL Super Nintendo and recently got it on my Super Nintendo Mini Classic and that excellent M2 Konami Castlevania compilation so feels fresh in the mind and yeah it really is still such an atmospheric soundtrack and uh, such a tremendous game from the time I think at the track we had there was stage B Dracula battle Dracula's death and the composers for the game are Masanori Adachi and Taro Kudo this was requested by Gingertastic01 over at the Kana Rinse forum kanarinse.com I mention it all the time but it still seems to be something of a secret that we actually have a website not only do we have a website but it's got stuff in it and links to all the other things we do and all of the old podcasts that we've done all the cane rinses all the sound of plays are available to download and stream whenever you want so even if something may not may no longer appear on your feed of your podcatcher or whatever else you can go and get any of our shows from well, going all the way back to 2011 from com, but it also links through to our forum and the other things we do and things like our merch store. Obviously, there's a link to our Patreon as well. But enough plugging. Gingertastic says, I've been playing through the recent Castlevania collection and just had to request a track from Super Castlevania 4. This was my first introduction to Castlevania back in the day, and I must have finished it a million times at this point. Possible exaggeration there, Ginger. The track I would like to request is Dracula's Battle. It's a reprise of the prologue music at the start of the game. But the way it's introduced back into the game with you walking down the corridor with the torches lighting gets me every time. Thanks for that request. That's the oldest piece we've got today. I've got uh, a real interesting mix, that eclectic mix that we like to have of tracks here. We've got some vocal pieces. We've got some chiptune stuff. We've got some orchestral stuff. We've got some actual songs. All requested by you, canarince.com slash forum. Don't forget, head into the appropriate thread and make your picks. Not only do we like to hear favourites, we love obscure tracks especially, but also just oddities and numbers that have stood out to you for whatever reason over the years. Not just because you love them, because you have a memory attached to them, or because they evoke a certain feeling. Might not even be a pleasant one. <laughs> but next up, we have an interesting song. Again, a game that I don't know, a sort of uh, FMV style adventure game and a veteran musical artist performing the piece requested by Simon Sloth, who says, I'd like to request a piece of music from one of my favourite games, Tex Murphy, the Pandora Detective. Or is that 
directive. <laughs> Why did I say detective? Tex Murphy in the Pandora directive. Admittedly, the graphics, gameplay and acting are incredibly dated, but I still love it. For those who have never heard of it, it's a 90s FMV adventure game featuring Tex Murphy, a PI channeling his inner Harrison Ford. I guess that's why I was thinking detective. The plot is equal parts X-Files, Indiana Jones and low budget soap opera set in a Blade Runner inspired world. The game is revered in adventure game circles, making number nine on the adventure game a top 100 adventure games of all time list. I first stumbled across it on a PC zone demo disc, which had an interactive demo. I say interactive, it basically had two icons you could click on. One was a trailer for the game and the other was the song, which I'm going to request. The vocalist on the track is Richie Havens of Woodstock fame and very much like the game is sublime. The office lights are growing dim The candles, they don't help the only thing that passes through my grin Is pain I've never felt Oh, 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 oh. The street outside is deadly dark If you listen you can hear a million radiant thoughts And people disappear Oh, oh, oh Now that dark is light Reason seems to lose its will to fight These lonely blues I get in flight So I'll drink myself asleep another night Riding on top of mystery I looked into the fire I'm just the son of some bad history Can't get no higher, higher, no higher Whoa, whoa, whoa I got one last chance to get it right the connection is fading You can bet your life I won't give up the fight Because my sanity ain't worth trading It ain't worth trading Oh, when day is night I always seem to lose The things I seem to choose That makes it right So I'll close my eyes And sleep with all my might So I'll close my eyes And sleep with all my might And maybe when I wake It'll 
right. Tremendous stuff. Really appreciate those kinds of picks for you know perhaps deep cuts, but music that's just really interesting and hugely valid in its own right, whether there's a video game music show or just as a music show like that's a really interesting piece from a, a really talented and storied artist regardless of the fact that it <laughs> it was uh we're, we're using it because it appeared on a an fmv 90s adventure game from the pc 1996 to be exact in a crashing change of tone and pace and all sorts of other things as we like to do on this show. Next piece is definitely, very definitely, a piece of chiptune music. Not only that, it's not even from a game. It's uh, something that is entirely associated with video games, though, because it's actually from a console. I wasn't aware, not having, although I did have hands on one of these consoles a few times, I don't think I ever booted it up myself or, or never spent any time in the menu or whatever, but it turns out that the Neo Geo Pocket Color has boot and BIOS music. And that's what we're going to hear. Ash from the forum says, bring back operating system music. This is by Kyo Nanami. It sounds a little sort of master system-ish to me. Um, I guess obviously this machine was from more than a decade beyond, but perhaps the sound chip was similar, the same. I don't know. It, maybe it sounds a bit more sophisticated. But anyway, the point being, this is from SNK's little handheld wonder. Did come out over here in the UK didn't have a huge amount of success. I remember him being sold off quite cheaply and I wish I'd picked one up. It was a lovely little machine. You could play bespoke little versions of Metal Slug on it and King of Fighters. And it had Card Fighters Clash on it, which is something of a classic. And it had a lovely little uh, clicky sort of pseudo analog, but actually digital joystick, I think. Anyway, nice little machine. And I hope for the few of you who had one, this will bring back some memories. And for those of you who just enjoy a rare chip tune as well, this is Boot and BIOS, let's call it that.
Fiona Nummies, Neo Geo Pocket Color, UI Music. Should we call it that? Yeah. Now, something more conventional, a piece of music from a video game, a Japanese video game. This is one that, again, I'm not very familiar with. I know that it pops up on my list of things that maybe I should be interested in buying on the Xbox store from time to time. It's recently been given a sort of remaster treatment by Code Mystics, say recent, relatively recently. Phantom Dust, cult classic maybe? I think it's had some really positive reviews, but also some quite hugely negative ones. So I've never really been sure what to make of it. Perhaps there'll be an opportunity to play it at some point. It's probably almost certainly on our list of over 2,000 games that we have lined up for potential future Kane and Rinse podcast deep dive reviews. Might be an interesting one to check out. I'm sure it got mentioned on our Xbox special Kane and Rinse podcast. Bloody Initiate though knows it and says, I love the song Arsenal from Phantom Dust. This is a delightful track which captures much about the game. So for those who don't know much about the game, like myself, perhaps this will evoke something of what Phantom Dust is. And this is Arsenal.
from 2004's Xbox original game, as it was then. As I say, now available on at least one other format, I think possibly several, as a remaster. Didn't get much fanfare when it came out again, but obviously there was enough demand for it to happen. Microsoft curated game, and the music's by Yoshiyuki Usui and Yuko Araki. Now some more traditional music. This is very much a Celtic piece. In fact, it's an old piece, but let's hear it from Worthless Trivia from the forum. You do yourself down, Trivia is no more or less worthless than anything else. Possibly. Debatable. Combining the hack-and-slash dungeon delving of Diablo with a more casual gamer-friendly format, 2005's Fate was a game I found in my teen years. I was a big fan of Celtic music and was entranced by the game's themes, which included music originally composed by Turlo O'Carolan, a blind Irish harper born around 1670. The relaxed, atmospheric feel of these tunes, featuring harp, flute and other strings and performed by the ensemble Galilei, perfectly matched the feel of the town of Grove and the game's nature. I remember delving into the game's directory folders on my PC, extracting the music files and converting the files to put them on my portable music player so I could listen to them. The standout tracks for me were Captain O'Kane and The Clergy's Lamentation, both used as themes for the menus and the game's town interface. And I think what we have here is a portmanteau of the two pieces, perhaps segued together. Captain O'Kane, The Clergy's Lamentation. So, as we say, composed by Turlo O'Carolan and performed by the ensemble Galilei.
2005 PC and Mac game by Wild Studios and Wild Tangent. Another deep cut, I might say, but what a lovely piece of music. Now something I do know from a game I played for the show back in Kane and Rinse podcast issue 42, back in the first year of the show, 2012 that was. We started uh, late 2011, been going eight years, yeah. Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, one of our Josh's favourites. And a game that I certainly was uh, largely won over by during my time with it. And this is an important piece of music from that game. Jobo Bonobo says, Ghost Trick was easily one of my favourite games for the DS. An interesting premise, a compelling story, fun characters and intricate puzzles all add up to one good time. Often in the game, the main character is in a pretty dangerous and pretty situations. And when things are at their bleakest, this little ditty can bring great relief. Missile. A Courageous Little Animal by Masukazu Sugimori is a delightful bubbly tune that signifies when Missile, a hyper little Pomeranian dog, <laughs> appears to help you out. One of the few characters that can communicate directly with you, this cute ball of fluff is one of your greatest allies and this fun piece is usually a sign that luck is on your side and that you are one bit closer to solving the major mystery of the game. 
This tune for me serves the same function as the save room theme in the Resident Evil games. It is a signal that you are temporarily, at least, safe from the dangers that the world presents to you. So yeah, imagine an indomitable, perky, cute little Pomeranian entering the field of play in Missile, a courageous little animal. Sugimori from Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. That game's getting on for a, a decade old now. The first versions came out in 2010, DOS, DS and iOS even. Kana Rinse Podcast Issue 42 is the one to listen to. But I do say, if you've not played the game, don't listen to the podcast first. Spoilers. Now something very recent indeed, which is also cool from the Platinum Games stable. Scrussel requests. The Astral Chain soundtrack is really impressive and it's been solidly stuck in my head recently. It's so diverse and pretty much all of it is really good. The combat music in particular has a very cool progressive metal degent. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know what I'm talking about here. I read this, I, I've looked at this and I still don't know what it means. This is me being... Out of touch, middle-aged. Let's see what this comes up with. There we go. It's a sub-genre of progressive metal. Okay, that makes sense. Gent, named for an onomatopoeia for the distinctive high-gain, distorted, palm-muted, low-pitch guitar sound. Well, now we know. Good. Uh, and sorry to continue Scrussell's request. The combat music in particular has a very cool, very cool progressive metal gent sound to it that I really like. Now let's see if we can listen to that uh, relatively recently coined term. Onomatopoeic for this kind of music. This is Satoshi Igarashi with Arc More Combat Phase. <laughs>
The Combat Phase of Arkham All by Satoshi Igarashi. Igarashi. From Astral Chain, this year's Platinum Games Switch offering. Highly regarded and well-reviewed. I think some people have been slightly less impressed than others, as is always the way, I suppose, with video games. But some people I know have been really raving about Astral Chain. It's on my list, of course. My never-ending, always-expanding list of games that I'd like to play. And, of course, it's also on the list of games that we'd love to cover for the podcast sometime, along with pretty much the entire rest of the Platinum Games back catalogue. The ones that we haven't already looked at, but if you do go back, you'll find us having covered a few of those, Bayonettas and a few others, possibly. I forget, it's been that long now. Here's another game that we haven't covered on Kane and Rince podcast. We've done a lot of JRPGs in the last couple of years, and uh, it's been quite an undertaking. I've had to miss a few. Again, props to our Josh and our Leah for miss, uh, not missing a single Final Fantasy podcast. This is a series that we've been requested and its forerunners and successors, Xenoblade Chronicles. Again, obviously, games that we'd like to cover in an ideal world. And of course, there's a remaster coming, a rather lovely looking HD uh, refresh for the Switch, following on from the original Wii and 3DS versions from back in 2010. But that's where this music comes from. And it's requested by Richard, who says, my favorite moments in any video game come at the eye of the storm, where all the chaos and drama and tension is suspended for a brief time. Whether it's the save room in Resident Evil games or that moment in The Last of Us right before everything goes to hell. These special moments always have music that reflect a certain mood of acceptance, peace and serenity, even if you know it can't last. One of these moments that has really stayed with me is Satori Marsh at Night from the first Xenoblade. I was mesmerised by the sounds and sights and always wanted to linger there until dawn. We can linger there again soon on Switch, in handheld mode or on the big screen, unless you've got a Switch Lite. I've rather ruined the magic. Anyway, this is from Monolith Soft's Soft 2010 epic JRPG Xenoblade Chronicles.
Manami Kiyota's Satori Marsh at Night. And there's plenty more where that came from in that soundtrack, of course. Remember, listener, please do venture over to that forum at canarince.com slash forum. Just say hello, if nothing else. Make friends with our community. You can also follow us on Twitter, of course, at Canarince. We have an Instagram, too, if you're interested. Use the hashtag sound of play, though, and request tunes on the forum or on Twitter or even our Facebook page. And we will continue to include a selection in the regular show and probably continue to do these occasional all request specials. Request your favourites, as I say, other tracks that have some meaning to you based on your past experiences with the game or the music itself. And we like to share those on this podcast. It's what it's all about, really. Please subscribe to this podcast if you don't already. Leave us an Apple Podcasts or iTunes, if they still call it that review or a rating or wherever you get your podcast if it's got any kind of tool for saying that you approve of things give it a tick or a thumbs up or a like or a heart i'm sure it all helps increase our listenership and listen to our other podcasts as well i mentioned cana rinse of course comes out on mondays a week earlier if you're a patron playwright is thursdays uh, where ryan and ryan invent new games and the sausage factory on fridays is the one where we interview independent, almost, mainly, almost exclusively, but I'm not sure if we've broken that, but yeah, mainly independent game developers on Fridays, The Sausage Factory with Chris. And as I say, follow us on social media, keep up with everything that we're doing. We know we put out a lot of stuff. It's a lot to keep up with out there, but uh, we think the stuff we make is worth it. We also think it's probably worth considering a dollar a month in support, or more if you think, you can and you're able and you want to patreon.com slash canarince doesn't affect sound of play but does mean you get well it means we can keep going with all our stuff it means you get the canarince podcast a week early each time and often extended beyond the two hours of the free-for-all show and as always our gratitude for helping us keep on doing what we do because we put a frankly ridiculous amount of time into all this stuff and it's really helpful thank you to everyone who's made a suggestion for a track if we haven't played yours today we might play it some other time they're all they're all stored away for future use actually we may have got rid of a few recently based on not your requests but the people who wrote them which is incredibly sad but uh, not as sad as the reasons for doing so if you see what i mean Uh, but yes keep them coming 
Now, finally, we are going to play a piece that I've honestly, I've never really been a fan of. I wonder if I'd heard this for the first time when I was younger, I'd have got more out of it. For instance, I love, and we've played it before, the opening to the original Soul Blade or Soul Edge on the PS1. And this kind of has a similar kind of vibe going on to that for me. But my first listen to this was not... I, I, yeah, I, I just didn't like it. And then people were raving about it on social media. And uh, and I, when we covered this game, Dragon's Dogma is the one, in Cade Rince Podcast issue 170, I took a little flack for having given the, the music short shrift. Of course, I'm talking about Interfree by Bees. B apostrophe Z, um, Japanese duo. It was on the original release of Dragon's Dogma. Hasn't been on any of the releases since. They Capcom basically licensed the track for a period of time and they let that period lapse. The license ended and they've they never bothered for whatever reason to relicense it or sustain it or you know, whatever else. So it now is a bit of a uh, a monument to the very earliest original versions of Dragon's Dogma on the 360 and PS3. There's probably almost certainly better ways to play the game now with higher resolutions and frame rates. The recent releases on contemporary consoles. There's a Switch version as well if you want to play it on the move. PC version if you want to play it with the, the, the sharpest graphics and the highest frame rates in potential. But you won't get this opening. And why do people like it? Well... Our Xanadu from the forum says this song was the original title screen music for Dragon's Dogma. As you can hear, this song goes full anime fast. It's unnecessarily high energy for what is basically Japanese Skyrim with a hint of Shadow of the Colossus enemy climbing. But it's amazing nonetheless. And I know a lot of people enjoy it. So we'll let you go about your day, hopefully bolstered and emboldened by the sounds of Into Free from Dragon's Dogma. And we'll see you next time on Sound of Play.